Welcome to the Million Dollar Body Podcast with your host, Nate Palmer. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Million Dollar Body Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Nate Palmer. And if you're here, it's probably because you're a high performer, real real estate agent or business owner that is interested in maximizing your physique, your finances, and your family time using fitness and nutrition as a force multiplier in your life. If you're not a part of the Facebook group, uh, definitely go to n8trainingsystems.com slash group to uh, join us here. This is where we stream the podcast episodes generally live every Monday. Yesterday was a holiday, so we didn't get it in, but... There's a ton of cool things happening in the group. There's just a culture of success and results that I'm loving right now and a ton of free resources. So if you need anything regarding your fitness or nutrition, please let me know. I think I've got it for you. Again, go to n8trainingsystems.com slash group to join us there. Now, if you're already in the group and you're watching it live, we're super excited to have you because we're going to be talking today about the three biggest myths surrounding metabolism. Okay, so we're going to get into a couple of big things about the six meals a day. This myth just won't seem to die. We're going to talk about why it's uh, categorically false, also a load of bullshit, and also extremely annoying to hear about again. So we're going to be talking about breakfast. Is it really the most important meal of the day, or is it not, not even that important at all? Can you just ditch it completely? And then we're going to be talking about the one thing that you probably hear, because I hear it all the time, is when I hit such and such an age, my metabolism completely shit the bed. Now, maybe people don't tell you that they shit the bed, but you know what I'm saying. You, you get what I'm saying. What up, Kofi? Good to see you, man. So before we get started on this, one of the big things that we like to do in the, uh, to a people accomplishing big things in the Million Dollar Body community is give them some shout outs. Give them some love. So I got to shout out Mark Graff right now. Mark has been working with me um, since um, spring, and he's dropped 40 pounds since April. So doing an amazing job, really not going super hardcore on any of his exercises or anything super crazy with his nutrition, but he's managed to steadily and slowly drop the weight. And Mark is a very, very busy guy. So I'm just really impressed with all the work that he's been putting in. Uh, one thing about Mark is that he actually does his workouts in the PM, which I never, ever recommend, but uh, he's, he's extremely consistent and he's killing it. So awesome job, Mark. Um, want to give a shout out to Mario Padilla. I put up a post last week talking about choose the hard, choose your hard, because if you don't choose hard, you're going to get it choose, chosen for you. So in terms of going out and picking something hard, it's something challenging every single day to help improve yourself, improve your life, improve your, the quality of the interactions you have. And then Mario went and put a post up of him doing a badass trail run out in the mountains uh, near his home. So I just got to say, Mario, that's awesome. Last person is, I want to give a shout out to Mackie Martin. Mackie has dropped about 20 pounds since mid-July and just fully committed to switching out some, some different lunch choices and making some better nutritional choices and is doing an awesome job. So I want to give a shout out to those three guys accomplishing some cool stuff in the group. All right, let's get into it. So breakfast, is it the most important meal of the day? I've been wondering. I've been wondering because here's the thing is that that gets touted so much and always the, the people that are talking about breakfast is the most important meal of the day. There, there's a specific study that claims that frequent snacking, it keeps your metabolism either. Okay. The funniest thing is they, they say it stokes your metabolic furnace or fire or whatever. And when in life do we ever use that phrase? It stokes the fire. Bro, it so stokes your fire right now, bro. It's so sick. Your metabolism is like such a sick fire, bro. 
Like, when do we say that? That's stupid. So most of the time when we're talking about that sort of thing, it's because we're just parroting some information that we heard somewhere else. So there was a study that claimed that, that when you're having um, breakfast, basically, um, your BMI is going to be lower. The, the study found that people br who skip breakfast have a higher BMI based on that, or um, a higher BMI, which means that they have a higher weight to height ratio. So they're heavier, right? So, but what the, what follow-up studies on that have shown is that, listen, it's, it's not, it's all that comes down to personal preference. If you take someone who doesn't eat breakfast regularly, and then you start giving them breakfast, they can gain like two pounds a week or they can, or something like that. So some people who skip breakfast will compensate for it and eat more later. Some people don't really have any cravings. So it, it really comes down to personal preference. So in that case, I would say that that's more correlation and not causation of that, of that specific study. So really important to, to realize that the, one of the big arguments for breakfast being a metabolism spiking type of stoking metabolic furnace bro situation is that people are like, hey, fasting is killing you. It's putting you into starvation mode. Okay, so we're kind of delving into like two or three different myths right now, starvation mode being one of them. Now, starvation mode is uh, pretty much a lie, pretty much fake. Then, the, but, the, but the caveat that that you can hit starvation mode if you just don't eat for like three to five days. So studies show that in terms of it, actually your body catabolizing, catabolizing your muscles, which means breaking down muscle instead of fat, it takes 70 hours to get there. 70, okay, that's just a hair shy of three days. So in terms of you waking up after sleeping for seven hours and being in starvation mode, that's not true. It's, it's been disproven many, many times. So if, if you're not a breakfast eater, you don't need to force yourself into that. And in fact, many of my clients are getting great results by implementing some sort of either breakfast substitute like the Optimum Body Coffee or an intermittent fasting technique that just makes it very easy for them to abide in a specific framework and it doesn't involve them waking up and eating breakfast. The thing we see a lot about breakfast too is that breakfast foods suck balls, okay? Breakfast foods are like, oh, it's a, it's a cake, but it's a, for breakfast now. It's, a, it's, it's breakfast, yeah. So like the, the cereals and bagels and waffles and, and Cinnabons and stuff kind of cornered the market on breakfast. And now we think of those when we think of breakfast foods, these high sugar, high calorie, high energy foods. So a lot of times people are like, well, I didn't skip breakfast. I had breakfast. I'm like, well, what'd you eat? They're like, bagel, Pop-Tarts, or like in a innocuous situation, they're like, well, I had a banana. I grabbed a banana out the door. It's like, it's like nature's breakfast, right? It's already like packaged up, ready for me to eat. And I have a thing against bananas in the morning just because um, most of us think, okay, let me switch it from Pop-Tarts to bananas and that should be, that should be a, like a good switch. But in reality, it doesn't do a whole lot for you. The other thing is that when you have that high, high sugar, high carbohydrate breakfast in the morning, it actually slows you down and creates more cravings, sugar cravings all day long because it spikes your blood sugar, drops it right back down and creates these craving patterns. What up, David? Good to see you, man. So when you're, when you're, you know, you're eating this high sugar breakfast, you're really doing yourself more harm than if you had just skipped breakfast entirely and opted instead for a high protein, high vegetable lunch. So you don't need to eat breakfast to be healthy, to have a lower BMI, to drop fat. And in fact, it can be detrimental depending on what you're putting inside your body. So you like breakfast, great. Keep eating it, make sure it's got high proteins and fats. And if you like, if you don't like breakfast, don't, don't worry, worry about it. But if you are the type of person who's like, man, I'm having a banana, I'm grabbing it out the door, stop. Stop it right now. Switch it out for a couple of eggs, Troy. 
get some eggs in your life, have a protein shake, or just instead switch it to the Optimum Body Coffee, which is coffee with a little bit of collagen or a little bit of collagen powder and peptides, and then a MCT oil to provide you some high quality fats and high quality proteins. That's going to help get you feeling really, really good. Make sure that you're burning fat throughout your day. The MCT oil digests in a specific way that helps activate fat burning in your body. It's not, it's not substantial enough to make a massive difference, but it is a one little thing you can add. And it's not a banana. It's not going to spike your blood sugar early, early and often, and it'll keep you from having cravings throughout the day. So no, breakfast is not the most important meal of the day. In fact, I would argue to say that lunch is, especially for guys who are out on the road doing stuff, driving around, on doing commission-based work. If you have a shit lunch, if you go and crush like a Chipotle burrito, you're rolling through Taco Bell, that's the thing that's going to dominate your afternoon more than anything else that you possibly can do. So make sure that that breakfast is, is either dialed in or you're fasting, and then make sure your lunch is the thing that we put a lot of attention into. That's the most important meal of the day, especially if you want to have great energy, that three o'clock, four o'clock range, show up for your family's big time when you get home. Boom. Busted. Should I say that after every time I, after I do a myth? I feel like I do a lot of myth styles of podcasts and videos, so I'll just start saying that. Busted. That myth is busted. You know what, though? It's, we're not, it's just going to be like one of those things that um, you know, we'll probably talk about in another four or five months. Anyways, now you know. If you don't know, now you know. All right, let's, what's the next myth? This is my favorite one. This is such, a, such an amazing myth, and the place it came from is so hilarious and awesome, okay? So the, the myth is this. Y'all, six meals per day stokes the metabolic furnace. Six meals per day just ignites your metabolism. And you're like, well, why does it do that? And they're like, so you eat, if you eat more, it's, it's more metabolism. No, but nobody knows really why the six meals per day is, has been like such a prevalent thing. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. So back in the day, there was a man. Once upon a time, there was a man and his name was Bill Phillips. Now, Bill Phillips wrote a book called Body for Life. And if you haven't heard of it, or you haven't heard of Bill Phillips, you've probably been, um, you've heard of other things that his work has influenced. He's a major player in the like 70s and 80s fitness game. Okay. Now, Bill Phillips in this book, he was like, you know what you guys should try to do? You should try to do three meals and three protein shakes every single day. By the way, you should really check out my company's EAS and Met Metrics. So Bill Phillips owns two supplement companies that can totally help you out with this six meals per day thing that he's just happened to be issuing in his book, Body for Life. So this is very, very similar to, I don't know if you know, the De Beers Diamond Company. When they're like, someone came to the De Beers Diamond Company, they were like, Mr. De Beers, how much, how much money should I spend on an engagement ring? Well, they're like, diamonds, those are really rare. You can't just find those anywhere. Probably three months salary is what I would say. Yeah, from an objective perspective, probably three months salary. And the guy's like, oh, Mr. De Beers, that's so helpful. But... You know, when you're asking someone who's got a, some skin in the game, what, they, what you should be doing, should I be buying more protein powders? And Bill Phillips is like, yup. You'd be like, oh yeah, that's so helpful. So really, this came, apart, this came about as a, I don't wanna say ploy, I don't wanna say plot, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's a nefarious thing, but it's marketing, right? This marketing, marketing some good, this is an amazing marketing tool where 
He just started selling more supplements, more bars because people were eating it up and eating up the idea of stoking your metabolic fire. By the way, my challenge for you is figure out who's the first person to say stoking the metabolic fire. I want to slap in the mouth like this, two fingers. Bah! So the, this, also, this also kind of, they play onto the starvation, the starvation mode or starvation effect with this, saying that how like if you go, oh my gosh, if you go more than three meals without food, your muscles are going to start breaking down and you're going to start getting all sorts of negative repercussions, but it's just not, it's not true because your body can go a very long time without, without breaking down muscle tissue. Like I said, 70 hours. Instead, what happens after that two to three hour mark is your body stops burning off the food that you just ate and it starts pulling from your reserves. Fat is food. You just ate it a while ago and now your body needs to be taught again how to eat it for energy, but you can't ever learn how to eat eat your own body fat for fuel if you are always eating other food because your body will always prioritize the other food because taking food like carbohydrates whatever else breaking it down into its base chemical form and then storing it as fat these things are cost your body energy it's much easier just to take what you have to turn it into glucose or glycogen and then burn it off that way so this is a much less complicated less expensive chemical process than taking stored fat so the only way your body's going to take stored fat is if you give it enough of a caloric deficit over the, the course of the day. So whether you eat your meals in one giant meal at the end of the day, whether you eat six meals per day, really the, you're not gonna get much of a benefit uh, in terms of metabolism increase. Here's the other thing about eating six meals a day that no one talks about, is that when you eat food, your digestion kicks on. And this is one of the, like the main places that this myth came from. They say, well, the thermic effect of food, it costs, it costs energy to digest food. Therefore, the more you eat, the more digestion takes place, the more energy you're burning. But if you're having the 2,000 calories for your day split up into six meals and the 2,000 calories uh, for your day in one meal, either one of them is going to have basically the same thermic effect of food. It's going to take the same amount of energy, energy to digest, but we're just doing it in one fell swoop rather than trying to do it over six times during the day. But this is, this is cru crucial, this is critical. If you're someone who bases their livelihood on having energy, being, being able to be staying mentally in the game, if you do sales in any form or fashion, if you're out selling real estate, if you need your, your mental acuity to be at all time high, then having six meals a day is absolutely one of the worst things that you can do for yourself because every time your body goes to digest food, you're pulling blood from your appendages, your arms, your legs, and your brain to pull into the gut for digestion purposes. So while it doesn't seem like a big deal if you're just sitting at a nine to five desk and just, just chilling and not, you know, not just waiting for Friday to come around, then it's not a big deal. But if you're the type of person who needs energy and you're, trying, and you're pulling energy from your brain to your stomach six per, times per day, you're giving up a lot of potential benefits potential, and putting yourself in a place where you're gonna wanna fall asleep at about 3 p.m., okay? So not only is it doesn't, it doesn't matter for metabolism, if you're a salesperson, if you're commission-based, if you're a high performer and need energy in the afternoons, it sucks for you, okay? So ditch that six meals per day, switch it out, two meals per day, three meals per day. Up until the, like, the 1950s or so, the six, the threes, the, I'm sorry, the, the late 80s, a diet of three square meals per day was prescribed by uh, most experts. So, um, so that's, that's just a big one. You can let go right now. And many times anyone tells you, hey, six meals per day, we got to do that. Keep the metabolic fires going. You can just be like, 
no. And then you ignore everything else that person says. It's so nice. You can just be like, that's a filter. I, I guess you don't know anything about health, fitness or nutrition and you don't have to listen to them ever again. And if that's you, you know what? You're welcome. All right. The final myth that I wanted to go into was the one that I, I hear a lot from people. It's, and, and this might be something you've said before. It might be something you've heard from uh, parents, friends, whatever else. But it's the myth that, hey, when I hit 30, my metabolism just crashed. When I hit 40, my metabolism completely shit the bed. When I hit 41, man, that was it for me. Like, and you'll find out when you're my age, here's the thing. Your metabolism after you hit 20 years old, it's called your BMR, your basal metabolic rate. The amount of calories it takes to keep your body alive on a day-to-day -day basis, even if you're just sitting on the couch and watching Sports Center reruns of Mark Sanchez's butt fumble, to, take, to keep your body alive, your BMR only decreases by about 150 calories per decade, per decade. So you lose about 150 calories from your 20s to 30s, you lose another 150 from your 30s to 40s, et cetera, okay? So yeah, it's, it slows down, it does. And over time, you can take those numbers and they're gonna add up, right? But everyone thinks that there's a point where it just crashes, shuts down, turns off, and that's not the case. What is the case, and many of us have experienced this through the, through the coronavirus crisis where we're staying at home a lot, just being, being a little bit more sedentary, is we actually start decreasing our non-exercise activity by huge measures, okay? So a lot of people, this is, they, they get out of college and immediately take a sedentary job and their metabolism crashes. A lot of people, it's like, um, we, you switch careers, you start doing something new, you start doing something where you're not, you're not moving around as much, you're not walking as much. For me, it was when I stopped working at a gym in person and started working mostly online, is my metabolism just completely crashed. And that's not necessarily what happened. It's just that I stopped burning an extra 400, 500 calories per day from movement, from walking around. So that's, that's one thing that we can really, really avoid by using some, just by being really intentional about how we're moving, what we're doing, what's, what's going on with us on a daily basis, where we are actually prioritizing getting out, walking. I, I think that a lot of people talk about like, oh, the 10,000 steps. And that's okay. 10,000 steps sounds good. I think 7,000 steps is good too. Um, trying to get above 5,000 would be ideal, but there's really no like, this is the correct number to get. But if you, um, if you can get out and just walk for 60 minutes every single day, it's going to make a massive difference in how you feel, how many calories you're burning, because that shit adds up. Not only is walking a huge stress reliever, it also burns a lot of calories without wearing down your joints like jogging and or um, trying to actually catabolize your muscles because you need more energy, again, like jogging. So most people think, oh, weight loss, I need to go outside and run. But that's not necessarily the case because jogging can put your body into more of a, a inflamed state. It can be hard on the joints. It can, after a while, start breaking down more muscle. So it can be a real bummer for you if that's all you're trying to do or if you equate weight loss with jogging. Rather, try to equate weight loss with walking more. And if, you, if everyone did this, if everyone had this different mentality, we'd have a lot less obesity in this country, I guarantee it, because walking is an amazing tool for burning calories safely with really no negative consequences to your muscles, your joints, or to anything, and only a slew of benefits. So it's not that your metabolism is shut down when you hit 42, it's that you've stopped moving slowly over time and you're feeling the effects of that because you no longer can eat as much. 
That said, if you are dealing with that right now, you feel like you just aren't able to eat as much, you're gaining weight quickly, you feel like your metabolism is slowing down, one way to counteract that is, like I said, getting those walks in every single day, but also getting resistance training going, weight training, because weight training builds muscles and muscles increase metabolism. It costs more, it costs more calories and effort for your body to feed muscle than it does to feed fat. So the more muscle you have, the more calories you can intake safely and you can burn off. Okay. So have more muscle, use more muscle, walk a lot more. The last quick tip on this is that if you can structure your day, like you're like, man, I don't have an hour to go walk. I'm busy. You heard everyone's busy. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you take three 10 minute walks, three 15 minute walks, three 20 minute walks. And if you can, if you can structure them after your meals, you're going to get a lot of benefit from the fat burning effects and also helping your body digest food, partition it better into muscles rather than into fat storage or being actually used for muscle glycogen, which will help you in that resistance training that we were talking about. So all that to say, breakfast, not the most important meal of the day. Find a framework that works for you. In fact, if you can keep a breakfast light and keep a, a light lunch. You're going to have a ton more energy for, the, for your afternoons if you're doing something that requires energy, mental, mental acuity, just being on, as well as it gives you a little bit of flexibility to have a great dinner with your family. Okay, That's the, that's the premise of the glycogen priming method. Eat light early, no carbs, have your, most of your carbs in the PM after, after you finish your workout when you, can when you can actually use them to build muscle again and fall asleep feeling really relaxed. Number two, six meals per day does not stoke the metabolic fire and also don't say stoke metabolic fire. That's actually more for me than it is for you. I say that a lot and then I also face palm right afterwards. In fact, if you have one meal a day versus six meals a day, it's gonna have basically the same effect on your metabolism and, and also for the high performers that are watching this or listening to this right now, it's really important that you're not eating, you're not snacking very much because that is just taxing your energy and your mental focus. The more you eat, the more frequent, frequently you eat, the less focus you have for your day, period. And the last one, your metabolism did not crash when you hit a certain age. Your metabolism decreases by about 150 calories every decade after your 20s. More than likely, you decreased your movement and that's what you're feeling. So get your non-exercise activity. You're walking up. If you want to run, okay, fine. But like a lot of people are like, well, I'm running. That's a workout. And I don't really think that we should have like resistance training and running in the same category because one of them will build your metabolism. And one of them is basically like, okay, running to lose weight is kind of the equivalent of like, let's say I'm in a pool and I'm trying to empty the pool and I'm just trying to splash the water over the side while there's a garden hose coming in with, uh, with the other water or food in this case. So you're splashing water over the side, but you're still eating food. You're never going to really burn off or empty that pool. But if you start doing more resistance training, you start doing more like work in the kitchen, that's when you get that sump pump, drop it at the bottom, have that big fire hose just pumping water out. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for big, measurable results, things that can, do, that can really move the needle for us. So that's, that's those three myths. That's what I hear a lot. So hopefully this has been helpful for you. I wonder what, if you had any takeaways from today's episode. If there's anything that you're gonna do a little bit differently, or if you're gonna try something a little bit differently, then and experiment with your body. See what you what you feel best with. Do you need a breakfast? If so, ditch that banana. And uh, or try that, try some intermittent fasting. One thing that's been really working out really well for a lot of the, of the men in this group. So hopefully this has been helpful. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. If you if you did like this, make sure to uh, like us on Spotify, follow us on iTunes, leave a review, let other everyone know that it's fun to it's fun to listen to this podcast. And make sure you're a part of the group. That's n8trainingsystems.com slash group. We'll get you to the million dollar body 
group on Facebook, one of the greatest fitness communities of all time, and I'm just a little bit partial. Hope you're having an amazing day. Make it a great week, and we'll talk to you very soon.